What's up, my loves? Welcome back to another episode of the Fully Alive Podcast. My name is Stephanie Elsperman, your host, entrepreneur, mentor, coach, all of the wonderful things. And this is a place where we get to dive in to all of the juiciest conversations around purpose, entrepreneurship, mindset, spirituality, all of the goods we dive in. It's all about being a human and creating a life that makes you feel fully alive from the inside out. I am so excited to have you in this space. What's up, guys? <laughs> I'm recording this right after the full moon eclipse in Taurus, which has, I don't know about you, but I have been a tender little chicken nugget. Such a tender human being. It really does feel like an entire timeline shift, like a whole up level and identity shift. And to give you all some context of what's going on behind the scenes in my life. So for the past year-ish, when we moved out to Connecticut, we have also been living with the most gorgeous community. We live with um, a couple of Nolan's business partners who have been running the storefront with him in his business. If you're really new here and you don't know, Nolan is my partner and he runs a high-end jewelry store, right? next door to where I'm recording this podcast episode. So we get to co-create our dreams under one roof, which I find is the most incredible thing. But nonetheless, we have all been living together, which has been so fun and so beautiful and so supportive. And over this past weekend, we've made the transition into our separate lives. They have moved on to create their own dreams. And now we are in this freaking house, the middle of Connecticut, and it's us. And it really does feel, it feels like a second honeymoon phase. Uh, When I first moved in, it was a huge whirlwind. I was moving from Denver. He was moving from Northern California. And we were just doing our best to like root into this life that we could have never planned. You know, being in a small town in Connecticut, him running a jewelry store, me getting to do my work. We could have never planned that our life looked a certain way. And so the beginning of all of it was really just settling in. And now we look around, we're like, this is our house. Like, this is our house. Like, this is our life. (laughs) Like, what? Who put us here? Who gave us the keys? And so we're just like dancing around room from room to room being like, ah, this is our house. Like, this is so fun. (laughs) And getting to like play house. And of course, there's been, you know, so much love and grief for, for our dear friends who have moved away from now our area in Connecticut. But we also are like looking at like, wow, like now we have, there's space to create things. Like there's infinite possibilities. And that has been really, really fun. And who would have ever thought, I used to think this, this wraps into our talk today. I used to have on my vision board that I was going to be in this like high rise apartment with glass overlooking city and like all of this stuff and I love that and you know what universe I'm so open to you surprising me maybe that'll happen in the future who knows we're always looking at second properties but who knows but we look around and I'm like it does not look like that but it's better it's better and for those of you who know I'm a cancer at heart and so me being at home and having a space to nest and we live a slow and quiet life like it is truly the greatest thing that my soul didn't never knew that it needed or wanted and so we are in this entire timeline shift where Nolan and I have been looking at each other recently and just being like wow like this feels monumental you know monumental for the ownership 
of our entire pants and for ourselves. And so we'll see what happens next. Who flippin' knows? I understand at this point that life is going to surprise and delight me in so many different ways. So this leads into our entire podcast episode of, you know, if you've been feeling that way where you feel like you've had this entire timeline shift in your life recently. And what I mean when I say timeline shift is one of those shifts where you feel like everything changed. Maybe it's an up level in your identity. Maybe you start achieving in a different way. Maybe you just start feeling a momentum in your life where things start to become clear. Or maybe you're in a void where you're like, everything is changing about who I am and what I desire. And I don't really know what's next, but I also know that the old way of doing things no longer resonates. That also means that you're shifting timelines, that you're in this beautiful chrysalis period where you're no longer the fully formed or where you're not yet the fully formed butterfly and you're no longer the little caterpillar and you're in this ooey gooey space. And what if that were the point? What if that were the point is to be continuously in this path of evolution and to never actually arrive in this like fully formed butterfly, you know? And so if you're in this period of shifting timelines, typically what can happen, what I see happen in a lot of high achievers is that you'll create a vision for yourself in your life. And naturally, because we evolve as human beings, your desires might change, your life around you might change, the universe might start to nudge you in new ways that doesn't look like it aligns with your exact vision and how you think you're going to get there. And so you start strangling your vision. You start gripping it with your fists and you start saying, well, it has to happen in this way. Otherwise, like, what does that mean about me? And therefore you cut yourself off from these creative possibilities of where the universe actually wants to take you. And instead, try and manipulate your life to look exactly like your path. And so this might look like forcing. It might look like putting an undue amount of stress and pressure on yourself to achieve your vision perfectly in the way that you think it's supposed to happen. And honestly, just robbing yourself of the joy of life. You know, if you feel like, yeah, I achieve a lot, but I'm never fully like excited about it. Or I feel like I'm constantly living in this like low level of disappointment. I'll talk about this in the podcast episode, right? This is for you. Because one of the biggest parts of my mission is to create a world where high achievers actually get to feel fully fucking alive, fully alive. Because the flip side of that high achiever mind is you have the most incredible vision for your life. You know you can achieve it. You're confident. You got that. The flip side is that you probably put a lot of pressure on yourself. You probably judge your reality and say, oh, well, these are the reasons why it's not good enough. Or you look and you have maybe a hypercritical eye where you start picking out all the different ways that it could be better. You can't really help it because it's just your pattern. Like it's who you've been your entire life. But part of my mission is to help you feel liberated because guys, I get it. (laughs) I get it. I can only say this because I've been there with myself and I recognize the flip side of being seen as a high achiever. Likely you're the person where everybody in your life looks at you and they're like, oh, she's got it together. Or they're totally fine. Like they've got this. They always like, they've got their shit on lock. Likely people look at you in that way. Yet the flip side of it is that you're incredibly hard on yourself. And that's not the point of co-creation is the point is to feel magnetic in your life where you're actually open and you're like, oh my gosh, I have no idea how the universe is going to bring this to me, but it's going to happen. And that's going to be absolutely amazing. And finding this dance between logic and planning and being open and surrendering. That dance is probably going to be one of the greatest expansion points for most of you high achievers. And when you can master it, 
A, your achievement becomes liberated and therefore fun. Have you ever dreamt of just having fun, right? It becomes a good time. And B, things start to happen in your life where you're like, I could have never planned this, but this is 10 times bigger and faster than I could have ever imagined. That's the point and the power. And you become like this magnetic light beam that things cannot possibly help but happen to you and you don't have to work as hard for them. That's the biggest thing about us high achievers. We think that you have to work so freaking hard. And yes, there is time. There is totally time to put in the hours. You know, my business is something that it was not built by a four-hour work week. Let me tell you that, (laughs) right? But it starts to become where like opportunities happen quicker and faster and in ways that you couldn't have planned. This is the turbocharge effect that I typically talk about with my clients, where when you have a big purpose in this world, and typically it means you're also likely a high achiever, your life is going to feel sped up to a certain degree, where it feels like you live five lifetimes in a month. (laughs) You know, I was talking with one of my friends and I was like, oh yeah, how long had you moved for? Like a year? And she was like, it was five months. And I was like, it literally feels like it was five years, right? That's what happens when you have a big purpose is your life will start to feel turbocharged. And the point is to enjoy all of that. The point is to feel liberated, to feel, you know, released and to have fucking fun, get shit done, still have fun. And so in this podcast episode, we're going to dive in to actually how to navigate having a vision and holding a vision and not strangling it to death, having a vision and letting it be igniting, which it's meant to be, letting it actually activate a new level of yourself instead of using as the dagger against yourself. I'm going to give you a whole breakdown and some tangible practices to actually start to implement this in your life so that you can feel liberated in your pursuit of your vision and not bogged down by pressure because It's never your circumstance that creates the pressure, only yourself. So without further ado, and that spicy little intro, I will see you in the podcast episode. So the interesting thing about being a high achiever, and I've seen this in countless clients and in myself as well is that you likely have an immense vision for what it is that you can create in this world. You understand your capability. You understand that you were designed for a bigger purpose and a bigger impact. And you've likely already achieved things in your life such that you know that no matter what, you can achieve what it is that you desire. Now, the flip side of having a massive vision like this is there likely comes a tipping point after the excitement of creating this vision for the first time wears off. You start to have your cute little ambitious mind, maybe it's your ego, come in and start to grip that vision with your hands. And you grip it and you strangle it and you say, my vision has to happen in X, Y, and Z way. Otherwise, I'm nothing. Otherwise, they'll judge me. Otherwise, you might not even know the otherwise. You might just notice that you're gripping control of this entire vision. You know what happens after that. When we start to notice ourselves gripping a vision, two things can happen. A, you wake up. You realize you're gripping the vision. You realize it does not feel good in your body. Your shoulders are tense. Your stomach is tight. You're constantly overthinking. You wake up and you recognize this does not feel good. Therefore, what would happen if I release the grip? What would happen if I just loosened my fists a little bit and released the pressure? And likely then you're met with your own ego. 
and the fears and the doubts and the underlying stuff that you get to walk through in order to have the sensation of releasing the grip. Because the truth is, most people don't give up on their vision because it's the vision's fault. They give up on their vision because of the pressure that they're putting on themselves to have it work in a specific way. And so the flip side of, if we don't wake up, then you walk through your life with all this pressure and you continue blaming it on your external circumstance rather than owning that it's been you gripping your vision the entire time. Because the truth is, and if I've learned anything in this path, is that your divine power as a creator does not come when you strangle your vision to death and say it has to happen in X, Y, and Z sort of way so that I feel good in myself. Your greatest power as a creator comes when you actually allow yourself to be met by the universe. You actually allow yourself to be met by something greater And instead of trying to force it to happen on your own, you loosen the grip and you let something greater come in and create with you. That is your power as the creator. So how the heck do we actually do this? Let's kind of dive into the underworkings, especially because when we talk about vision, some of the biggest questions that I ever get after doing this work for many years is how do I know when to hold the vision and just trust that it will happen versus when to plan? How do I know like the time for logic and the time for intuition? We're going to dive into that to the extent that I can <laughs> in this podcast episode. So there's so much that goes deep into all of this work, but I'm going to give you my absolute best for this podcast. So the first thing that we want to explore is what is the point of a vision? The point of a vision is not to micromanage your entire life. I see this so freaking often, especially in the realm of the law of attraction and vision boards and all of these wonderful things is you'll create the vision board and then be like, oh, so now my life needs to look exactly like this. And here's how I'm going to get from point A to point B to point C to point D and make it all happen. Now, I love your ambition in this moment. And also remember that The point of creating a vision is not to know every single step. Otherwise, it wouldn't be as exciting as you think it's going to be. It would be logical. The magic of life comes from when we allow ourselves to release needing to know every single step and instead focus on enjoying the entire ride, knowing that the destination, once you get to the destination, you're already on to the next. Look back at your track record. Every single time you achieve something, You probably had a momentary high of like, oh my God, this feels so fucking good. And then what happened? Your brain was already on to the next thing that you wanted to expand into. So if you start to recognize just logically for a second that the destination is never as long lasting as you think it's going to be, it's never smooth sailing. Like every single time I achieve something where I'm like, I thought this was going to be the golden ticket to never question myself again. It's like, here's another thing. Here's all the stuff that your ego gets to walk through around why you can't accept this or why um, it's not safe to be in this, right? All of our patterns come to the surface once we get to the outcome. And that's a beautiful thing, right? There's the momentary high and then there's more evolution. That's just the process of life. So if you start to recognize logically that the destination never feels quite as sustainably blissful as you think it's going to be then the logical next step is to actually enjoy the path getting there. Because if 99% of your life is actually the path getting there and that 1% is the part being at the top and that 1% doesn't even last that long, well then why are you here, right? It's to enjoy that 99%. And so what if on the way there, you actually started to enjoy your life? That can only happen 
when you're not creating a vision and then saying my life needs to look exactly like this right now. Otherwise, it's not good enough. Right. So the point of a vision is not to strangle it. The point of a vision is not to know every single step along the way. It's to be surprised and delighted along the way. The point of the vision is to not have a playground for your own fears and doubts to come in and say, well, this is my vision and I'm right here in my life and therefore I'm not enough. Why would the universe give you this massive vision if it were designed to be used as the dagger that you use against yourself? Tell me why that makes sense. (laughs) It doesn't make any sense. The universe delivers you this vision to use it to actually ignite you and to bring your vibration up, not to use it against yourself as the dagger for why you're not good enough or why your life right now is not good enough. Remember that at one point where you are, you dreamt of being here. This is already the gift right now. Your present moment is already the gift. Don't you dare compare it to your vision of where you want to go. That's of course 10 million levels ahead of where you are because that's the nature of being a high achiever. Don't you dare compare it to there and say, well, this is the reason why I can't accept the beautiful gifts that literally God has given me right now in my life. That's not the point of the vision. The point of the vision is not to be able to plan out every single step. The point of the vision is not to deny yourself the present moment and the beauty and the love and the creation that is right here. I want you to take a second and recognize where you're sitting or where you're standing right now. Wherever you're flying, I don't know where you are. And look around you. Look at your feet. And remember that this is the gift. This moment right here is the gift. Between where you've been and where you're going right now is the gift. And you could even look at five different elements of your life and just cry in gratitude of like, holy shit, I never thought that these things would be here and now they are. And it doesn't matter if you're in the most challenging experience of your life or the most liberating or the most incredible. There's some sort of element of your life right now that you dreamt of. And I'm so tired of seeing high achievers constantly deny their own reality and not let themselves enjoy it because you're comparing yourself to this vision that was supposed to be igniting it was supposed to be igniting it is supposed to be igniting and what I start to recognize and if you're resonating with any of this I love you I see you I've so got you and I've so been there what I would invite you to look at is is it true that your life maybe, quote unquote, isn't good enough because it's not matching your vision to a T? Or are you just addicted to the feeling of not being good enough? Are you just addicted to your own misery? Now, this is a sneaky little pattern of the ego that I got to get real close up, up close and intimate with in my own path, my own journey, where I started to recognize that every single day I was living with a low level of disappointment within myself. Because even though I had this incredible vision that I was reading to myself every single day, there would still be a part of myself that when I had a shortcoming or when I made a mistake, I'd feel like I fucked everything up. And I started to look at this pattern and I recognized, like, is it actually true that I fucked something up? Is it actually true that I'm not where I'm supposed to be? Or... Am I just so normalized to living with a low level of disappointment based on my own upbringing and experiences, we can get into all of that, that I'm addicted to that feeling of not being good enough? And so all of these thoughts that I'm feeling about my vision, are they actually true? Or is it just the shell of the addiction to that feeling of not being good enough? Right? So we have truth and then we have the shell of our patterns around them. 
And a lot of the time what we're experiencing is not necessarily truth because truth is the voice of knowing. It is a much deeper part of ourselves. It's based in love. But then we have the shell of our patterns and our addictions. And those are those thoughts that almost feel like they constantly come back up and up and up and up and up. It's not true. It might just be that your body is addicted to this certain thought because guess what? It keeps you in your comfort zone. So that's my little invitation for you is to explore. Is it actually true or is it just the shell of your own addiction and a sneaky little way of wanting to be in the comfort zone? Now, on the flip side of what the point of the vision is not, (laughs) what is the actual point of a vision? All right. So the point of the vision, A, is to adjust your vibrational set point. And now I think the word vibration is kind of thrown around there a whole bunch in our new age spiritual personal growth realm. And the truth is your vision is just supposed to make you feel good. (laughs) Why I say that is that the point of life to me and one of the key purposes of life is to love and to be in that feeling of love. And that doesn't mean to be without challenge, but it means to actually awaken to the joy and the love that is constantly around you. And if your vision, when you read your vision and you see your vision and it ignites that feeling of passion and love and possibility and like, oh my gosh, look at what I could create in the world. That's the point of it. That is literally a point in and of itself. It's not for the outcome. It's for the feeling that you feel in the process of it. Because guess what? When you start feeling that way, you start thinking differently. When you start thinking differently, you start acting differently. When you start acting differently, you make decisions that are actually in alignment with your truest, highest self who is the one that acts on the leading edge of their life and co-creates with the universe and therefore is in this beautiful state of unknown and bliss and soul evolution. That's the point of it. Is to feel something, to feel alive. To feel alive. Not to look at your vision and judge yourself, but to look at your vision and ignite. To get ignited. Because guess what? When you feel inspired and ignited and alive within your life, Your thoughts, they start to be empowering. When your thoughts feel empowering, guess what? You're going to take scary and exciting action steps. When you take those scary and exciting action steps, yes, you're going to achieve more, right? Because the most successful people step outside of their comfort zone. But also, you're going to feel like you're actually evolving in this lifetime. You're going to feel true to yourself rather than hiding out of your own fear, you're going to feel like you're actually activating your entire potential and you're going to feel proud of how the, how you live. That's magnetism. That is exactly your magnetic power is looking back at your life and being like, I am so freaking proud of how I showed up and it wasn't perfect. And maybe it achieved the outcome. Maybe it didn't, but I'm proud. That's the most important part. It's not the outcome is how does it make you feel adjusting your vibrational set point and therefore becoming the magnet to what it is that you desire is in how do you let it ignite you and therefore shift how you go into your entire day. And the second part is to have freaking fun as the co-creator, as the one who gets to magnetize things in life. You know, some of my most like awe-inspiring moments are when I magnetize something and I'm like, oh, that's just amazing that we have the power to create this, that we have the power to speak a desire into the universe and then to be met with that exact thing or something better. 
And if you are someone who's been absolutely devouring all of this content, you're desiring more, you're desiring to do the deep, intimate work to excavate any of your past patterns that have kept you in the sensation of pressure, and you really desire to start creating from a place of fun and magnetism and seeing your dreams come to fruition, whether that is in stepping into your purpose or creating a business that's an extension of your purpose, maybe finally leaving the nine to five and pursuing full-time entrepreneurship. All I have to say is keep your eyes peeled. So for the last two months of 2023, as we prepare to head into 2024, we're going to be offering some really, really incredible bundles and programs for all of you who are designed to really set yourself up for success in 2024. This is always the time of the year that I like to invest in myself, invest in different coaches, programs, and mentors to really start creating the foundation for success in the new year. It doesn't start on January 1st. It starts before to really create a solid foundation. So with all that said, there are a couple of wait lists in the show notes that you're welcome to explore and join. And find me on Instagram at Stephanie Elsman to know more about all of this good stuff coming up.